Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. I'm Sophie. And I'm Isa. And today we decided to ask a few people what was the scariest moment in their life. And before we jump into this episode, we wanted to warn our listeners that this episode may get a bit graphic. There are depictions of being followed, school shootings, and other graphic content. We advise discretion when listening to this episode. Our first interview was with Val. Some of the stuff mentioned in her interview is very graphic and could be sensitive to some of our listeners. So if you are listening with young children or sensitive to these topics that were mentioned before, listener discretion is advised. What is one of the scariest things that's happened to you? I used to commute from Doral all the way to Wynwood for school. For a time I was taking the bus, that's where I met Gael. And then I started because it was too expensive and like too much work because I had to drive to like a pickup location. The Palmetto Metro Rail station was great. Right here. So I just drive there and I take the metro rail all the way to downtown and then I take the metro bus to school. And so I think it was February 14th, 2017th is when the Marjorie Stoneman thing happened. It was so scary and nobody wanted to go to school the next day and everything. And I didn't go to school the next day because it was just it was too much. But then the following day, I did go to school and it was the same commute, but obviously it's a little different internally. You're just kind of like anything could happen. You know, everybody thinks that after something major has happened. So I'm commuting. I take the metro rail. Everything's going normal. I get to the government station and I get off and I wait for the bus. Um, oh, wait, no, not a government station, uh, a different station. So I get off and uh, it was like Alapata. And so I get off there and I take the bus from there to my um, school. And on the way there, the bus is like, I don't know if it was an engine or a wheel had like exploded in the back and I was sitting in the front and it went bah, like super loud. And that like scared the crap out of me. And we had to like get off the bus and like wait for another bus just standing there but obviously like I was just completely shaky and at, like for, for a few seconds after it happened you're just like oh my god what happened you know you get down everybody's just kind of like doesn't know we're all disoriented and then they'd say oh it was a wheel or something they told us something happened get off the bus and like wait for another one and so we are off the bus and it was just like that was very just scary and for the rest of the school day I was just kind of like jumpy <laughs> you're kind of um, shook because two days ago a big yeah. school shooting happened and then this happens and it's a similar sound yeah 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 <laughs> obviously it's not not anywhere close to the real thing but it was very off-putting but that was very frightening and I still like to like every I feel like on the second memorial of the of Marjorie Stoneman everybody was just kind of like moving on and everything and I feel like because of that um particular incident that happened I just every February 14th I remember like I just don't like to go out or anything I just kind of like stay home and it's just not <laughs> to me it's not Valentine's Day or anything it's just kind of like uh reflection time yeah that was definitely one of the big ones like that's uh, like I still think about it to this day that's why I mentioned it but I mean I guess when I was younger my mom she used to she used to have epilepsy and so she would get epileptic attacks every now and then so we'd always be like worried about her like mom what are you doing getting epilepsy now she just she had to take care of herself and sustain herself so when the doctors told her oh you can't drive you can't do certain things it was like oh god how is that gonna happen but 
whatever moving on she was she was staying at a friend's place the friend like thankfully she let me stay over i was around 11 at the time so we were just having like a mother daughter time and um getting ready for bed and so i go i'm brushing my teeth and i get back in the room and then she goes and brushes her teeth and she's coming back so she opens the door and i'm like i get up to go and like do something i don't know but like i meet her at the door it's a small room and once she turns around to like close the door she like starts having an attack and she's falling like on the floor and i try to grab her but she's so heavy like all of her weight is pulled onto me and so she i thankfully like saved her attack but um i don't know if you guys know this happens when you get a epileptic attack sometimes or a seizure um you or clench your teeth or clench her mouth, your teeth. And so she like bit her cheek and I saw her bleeding a little bit on, on the side of her mouth. And I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> and so I I knew what to, like, I, I knew what was happening. So I like tried to lay her down on the floor and I tried to like get her up in a good position, but she was just tr- so heavy, as that terrible as it sounds. <laughs> she, so uh, I had to go downstairs and like call the ambulance. Um, her friends were, were there and I like I called for help. But what was like one of the scariest parts is that since she fell in the doorway, we couldn't open the door. And so I had to like drag her <laughs> out of the way until other people can get into the into the room and like help while I went and like called. And then I called my dad and everything and we had to get like the ambulance. And that was pretty scary. That was like gnarly. But like for that that night uh, after I got back from the hospital, uh, my dad didn't want to wait there with us. Like I wanted to wait a little while longer to see if my mom was okay. And he's like, she's fine, whatever. Like, let's get out of here. Bad person. <laughs> and I wanted to stay a little longer, but I couldn't stay the whole night with her like there. They just wouldn't let me. And so I went home with my mom's friend to my mom's friend's house. And I slept with her mother like this old sweet little old lady like I slept next to her because I was just kind of like too scared to sleep alone and I was just up all night um until I heard the birds chirping but that was very scary I'm I was young you know you didn't know what was gonna happen to your mom or whatever but that was another scary thing do you think if you would have been older the experience would have been different like the way you handled it and how much it had an impact I think yeah like certain but like small tiny details I've always been a very like fast reaction person so as soon as that happened i just ran and like tried to get help i'm not like a person who stays in shock i try to i realize what's happening and i realize what i can try to do to like help the situation for the first um incident i don't think there's anything that would have been different you feel so helpless at moments like that and I can only imagine how other people and victims have felt and what they ha- they do feel till this day, how helpless one feels when they're, when you feel like you're basically just like waiting, you know? <laughs> the other one is just small details. Like maybe I wouldn't have been like as jumpy or maybe I wouldn't have like not slept all night. Or when the guy, EMTs, emergency, I don't know, EMTs, when they were asking her questions, I didn't realize that they were asking her questions to know what she remembers. So they asked her, do you know who this is? Like pointing to me. And she's like, she's so pretty. <laughs> like my mom for a while, you know, she has like a little bit of amnesia. And then he, he asked her like, oh, what's your age? And I'm like, she's 30. <laughs> what, what, what's your, how many kids do you have? I'm like, she has three or two, three. At the time it was only three. She has three. And he's like, okay shut up I need to ask her and I'll, I felt so embarrassed because I was like what do you mean shut up <laughs> like, I, I don't know but just like little things like that 
if you weren't the one directly experiencing that, do you think it would have still been a very scary moment in your life? Yeah. I mean, for that, like, if I wasn't, even if I wasn't there or the first person to, like, get my mom or, like, the immediate person there to help my mom and, and uh, it, it was always scary when she would tell me because that wasn't the first time it happened. That was just the time it happened with me. It's always scary when, it, it was always scary when she would say, like, oh, yeah, like, I had to go to the hospital because I had an attack at a gas station and yeah like and that was one of the stories she had an attack at at a gas station and she fell over while she was pumping gas to her car which she wasn't supposed to be driving but what can you do you know she didn't have anybody helping her at the time especially like she wasn't stable because of everything that had happened because she was hospitalized and she fell over and she cracked her head open and but thankfully like across the street there was a cop who witnessed the whole thing and he immediately came to help her but right there she was alone And so you think about that and you think, oh my God, my mom's in the hospital again. Oh my gosh. It's still very scary for in just in a general situation. I just, it was way more scarier because I had to witness it like their first person. But yeah. Like you saw what happened. It wasn't just hearing about it. You saw it firsthand. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have you ever had a scary like paranormal like experience? I know it's a a stupid question, but I just want to (laughs) know. It's like one of those sleepover questions, like, did you, have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> yeah, literally. literally. Um, I like those questions because everybody has those, like, weird, peculiar, like, things. Interests. I don't know, interests and, like, also things. Oh, yeah. No matter who you are, you always have, like, a weird, I don't think I've ever had a paranormal experience. Like, I know for sure that was a ghost or, you know, but um, unexplainable things that have happened is when... Like, I've gone to to church sometimes. There's just been some times where people have confronted me and, and they've just said, like, a bunch of stuff that nobody, nobody would know about me. And they really, you know, tap into that and they say, you know, like, even though this and this has been hard for you and blah, 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 you should just, you know, keep going and keep on trying to find your truth. And, and that's always, I feel like those are the only experiences, like, paranormal or, like, unexplainable experiences that I've had, like, it's just always been like at church. Our next interview was Jack, who was able to share us what he thinks it's really like to be scared. So what was one of the scariest experiences in your life? So I have a little Westie, like a little dog. He's 15 right now, which in human years is like 105 or something like that. I can't remember. It was about like, t- uh, I think two years ago, we were riding out on the river that we had. And we decided to bring our little Westie along. He was sitting at the bow of the boat and my father accidentally flew him off of the boat and he did not have a life jacket on so he couldn't so he couldn't really float up that well. So we turned around to go back for him. We had an older boat. That boat was crappy. We didn't like it. And the propeller was underneath the boat. Well, no, it was it wasn't underneath the boat. It was on the side. Luckily, he didn't get caught in the propeller, but we did run him over on accident. I guess that could be my scariest moment, but he's alive now, so. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. I was about to be like, oh no. <laughs> like. Yeah, luckily he came back with every limb, so. <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. It gets crazy on the water. 
I'll tell you another story. I don't remember this because I was like a baby, but my mother remembers this and she told me. We were on a beach. I was just sitting down. My family was just having fun on the beach. And then all of a sudden, these crabs started to come over and they were just kind of checking me out while I was sitting down. I couldn't move. I guess I was sleeping. They started to pinch at me. And I think if my mother didn't see me, they would have gotten to me and I would be torn to shreds by crabs. <laughs> it's funny if you think about it a little bit, but my mother just went ham boning and slapped all those crabs away. I don't remember a lick of that. My mother does fondly. A lot of these stories take place with like the ocean or water yeah <laughs> i guess the ocean just doesn't like me I... but do you like the ocean um it's fine i don't have like a fear of it it's just whatever sure it's scary when there's something underneath me and i'm swimming but like i don't really think of it that much would you describe yourself as i guess an easily frightened person it depends on what the situation if I'm going, if I myself, I know that I'm, I could possibly get hurt, then I might be a little nervous or something like that. But if it's like, ah, spooky jump scare, no, not really. If that scare is drawn out and I feel like a sense of dread, then yeah, sure. So like, how about like haunted houses? How do you feel about those? Oh, haunted houses? I've learned to like kind of expect everything to um, come out. Oh, I'm approaching a corner. Oh, I know someone's going to be behind that. If it's truly out of nowhere, then it might startle me, but I wouldn't consider myself like a brave person. But if I see a haunted house, I would be like, cool, I'll go in. So you're, you're kind of good at expecting the unexpected, I guess. Yeah. In those scenarios. Yeah, after reading things like... Um, H.P. Lovecraft, I've learned that um, the fear of the unknown is really just every fear into one. So I've learned to cope with that. I have dealt with real life fears and feel fears that are just on a video game or on a movie. There are scarier things than spooky man hiding in your closet. Like there are scarier things like taxes. <laughs> But like, in all serious, there are things that we don't know, so we just have to accept that and have to move on in our lives, but we still have to realize they're still there, and we don't know what they are. I don't know what they are, but... Would you say your fears are more ground into reality instead of, uh, like, fictional things? Yeah, yeah, because I am terrified of um, home, home invaders. I would not be, I would kind of keep myself calm under home invasion with another person, but if I was alone, I would be t terrified. And also, um, another thing would be big dogs. I can't really deal with big dogs for some reason. I just don't like how they jump on me, because I always feel like they're just going to bite my arm and just tear it off because that's what my brain does it likes it likes to um it likes to take a normal situation like driving a car and then my brain will all of a sudden make a fantasy about how that car could crash and i could be dead alongside of my alongside of the person that's driving yeah i was gonna say i was like i kind of get what you're saying with that like i'm very imaginative yeah so i'll be like here, I'm in this regular scenario. What if this just randomly happened? And I'm like, I didn't need that right now. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to do that. But do you see that as a bad thing? 
I don't see that as a bad thing. For anyone, if you have fears that are, like, um, not real, like, uh, oh, scary space clown or something like that. If you have a fear like that, that just means you're creative. And you could create stories or things like that that are a little bit out of this world but still work. And that's what I like to do. I just like to create random stories about characters they can be funny or they could be really serious so you say your fears are more rationalized real world situations instead of fantasy like i'm scared of the boogeyman or yeah i remember just a few days ago my mind just start started to create a fantasy that in reality actually could be true because i was i think it was memorial day it might have been memorial day or saturday i don't know but um, we were out on the water. Me and my family were just out on the water and we were having fun because it was Memorial Day weekend. And then this, these two old men slowly drove by with a gigantic boat. I remember distinctly it was lo- very, very large. And so you want to know what they did. They drove by and they created this gigantic wake that was almost to the top of the window and i had this fantasy that the way came over and swamped us and we got and we just sank and then i realized oh crap that actually could happen so my brain decided to go into a fight or flight scenario and i just but i was stuck in the middle of those two options instead of actually going for any of the options would you say you're more of a fight or a flight type of person if a danger like a dangerous scenario came at me, I would try to get in, like metaphorically, get in a few hits in. If I realized that my metaphorical hints were getting in, then I would just um, pull a flight and think of a better plan. Unless I can't think of a better plan and just run. Would you say you're a very rational thinker? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I do believe so. If I realize a problem isn't working, then I'll think of another way to do it. Our last interview was with Isa. She was able to give us three different experiences that she felt scared in. Ooh, a story time. Okay, scariest, okay, scariest moment that occurred in my life that from I can remember, like, right now. So it was a broadcasting nationals team practice at my house. It was in my house because we couldn't go to school. We all decided to meet at my house, and then that night we were going to go to somebody else's house to do a team bonding. We were going to have a game night. It was going to be fun, and we were all going to be there you know, breaking ice to get comfortable before our competition. The practice went well. I think we all did pretty good. We were all very, like, nice towards each other. We started getting more comfortable with each other since we weren't at school and it wasn't being monitored by teachers. We were more like ourselves. So that same day, my friend, one of the people on the team, she needed me. Well, I had to, uh, I had to pick up one of my friends in the beginning because she didn't have a ride. And I was going to drive her to the team bonding as well. So we were just going to stay in my house. But my friend wanted to go to her house to get a, uh, a change of clothing. And I was like, oh, no worries. I'll drive. She could drive. She has a car. But I wanted to drive because I just got my license and I felt cool. I also needed to go back to my other friend's house because she needed to change. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll drive. Whatever. You all live in the same area. So it'll be an easy drive. Um, we have to go. I believe it was on 8th Street. We had to get on there. Like we have to get off of there to go back to my house. So we're leaving the second girl's house. We're about to go back to my house so I can get ready to go to the team bonding. You know those uh, where you have to like, you're at the stop sign and then this lane is going this way, but this lane is going this way and you have to wait till it gets over to go. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting. My friend, she's been driving for a while because like, she's a senior. She's in the backseat and 
she drives on the highway the entire time because she lives in, in by Broward. So she's always driving on the highway to school, all that stuff. And I trust her judgment. And she's very like responsible driving because I'm new to this. So I, I didn't know when to go. She was like, oh, it's completely empty. You could go. I see it's completely empty. I go. I wait in the middle. Nobody comes. So I go. Out of nowhere, this car, this, this man shows up and he pulls up next to me. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, sir. And then he goes, ooh, you know, like Miami drivers flipping me off, whatever. And I'm like, oh, girl, no time for you. I go, sorry. And I drive. He keeps following me. And I'm like, oh, oh, things are getting crazy now. And my friend's like, um, what? And I'm like, wait, I, I literally. So then we realized this car is mad at me because I did the right thing because I was supposed to go. He was just mad. I didn't let him go, even though it was my turn to go. You know, he probably, I still don't know why he was following us, but like the real reason me thinking I was like oh he probably we were teens and you know a lot of teens are reckless drivers so he wants to be like don't do it next time so I'm like okay sorry then he cuts in front of me and purposely breaks so to see if I can crash into him and I go not today queen I'm aware of what you're doing I'm not getting a lawsuit today no besides it's not even my car it's my mom and I know they say like oh if someone keeps following you or something go to the police station but there was no police stations around us because we were in the middle of, like we were pulling up by Pinecrest Glades I think and you know it's just grass <laughs> there's nothing there's just that school and I was like my whole my house is right there like dip and then we're pulling up and he's still next to us and he's doing this to roll down his window and I'm like crying my friend on the passage seat is crying and my friend in the back the senior she's yelling she's like girl this is incorrect this is not how you do this like me driving on the highway every day you do not know how to drive like to the man then i just stop in the middle of the street and i put my window down and i go what <laughs> and he goes oh i just wanted to tell you like make sure you know what you're doing and i'm like yeah i know i'm a new driver like sorry i thought i could go didn't see you i told him what he wanted to hear because i was over it and then he left and that's it don't know anything else terrifying experience in my life like i literally had a panic attack it was horrible called my mom i was like hmm crazy 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 vibes but yeah that was the scariest experience of my life that was <laughs> <laughs> stories no i was i was not expecting that do you There's ever more, but, <laughs> like more other experiences i don't drive there anymore i can't go back like it's terrifying i'm like but i'm aware i'm more cautious like literally every time a car a black car is behind me i start having a panic attack because it was a black car or like if I drive by myself sometimes and I see like someone's like close, I have a friend on the phone, like on the speaker of the car. But then I'll be like, it's fine. I haven't, that was in the beginning though. Now it's people drive, people get mad, like whatever. Do you think if your friends weren't there, it would have a different experience for you? It would have been so much worse. I I, I would have been like, I didn't know what to do because I had like a people there to like be like, it's okay, it's okay, calm down. And like, what I felt really bad because my friend on the passenger seat, she had a really bad experience with a car following her trauma. So she was like, oh, and I was like, oh no. And I was like, sorry, girl. Like I have to stop and I have to talk to this man. Like if I don't, I'm, I'm, he's gonna follow me home. And I made sure when he was leaving that he was out before I would drive back because I didn't want him to see like the school because I have to I have to pass by the school to go to my house. I was far away from the school. I was like, so we were good, we were chilling. This man just needs to relax. I don't remember what he looked like too. Thank God. I just know he's probably has a sad life. That's it. <laughs> Find out he's like your your future employer. You're like, oh I'm no, like, you drive a black car. Let me. Let me stop you right there. Yeah, that was like the recent one. I had an I had another moment in like the summer, the 
not. <laughs> I go every summer with my friends to Hollywood Beach. And I've always been scared of everything, especially wildlife. And the ocean terrifies me because I don't know what's in there. You don't know what's in there. And especially when you go to the beach and you know when the water is like little, it, it, you can't see anything. Because like, yeah, like, I don't know. Murky. Yeah. So I'm with my friends. Oh, and I'm, I, 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 I'm terrified of everything. Like, especially things that I can't see. Or they touch me, but I don't know what it is. So we're in the water and we're by the shore. So it's not, it's like, it's whatever. I've never like go farther. My, I was with my friends. So we were having a good time and they love the ocean. They're like upset. I was like, Woo, okay, yay. But that day I, I was feeling a little off. I was like, no, something doesn't seem right. Like my brain was like not there. So we're in the ocean. I can't see anything. And then I'm pretty sure like it was probably seaweed or little fishes. Either way, something passes me and touches me. I scream at the top of my lungs. I jump on my friend and I start crying and start shaking and I'm like having a panic attack and they're like, and they all caught it on camera because <laughs> they were recording like for like fun summer and I'm in the back like, I can't breathe. Like I couldn't breathe. I literally had, my friend had to like carry me out and I was like, oh. and ever since that day, I figured out how to fear of the ocean. <laughs> Woo. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just no, the way. No, you, no when you went summer, <laughs> summer. They were like fun vlog GoPro, and in my in the back, I'm like crying. <laughs> no, it was, it was horrible. It was not. It was not it. Oh Those my are the goodness. I think of that's like shaped me in a way. Because mm-hmm. like one, I'm like. Then I realized I was like, oh, is this like a thing? Are people like you know? Because there's like, oh, I'm scared or like I'm terrified, and I've always been like, mm, you know. But mm-hmm. I was like on Google, <laughs> and I searched up like fear of ocean, and they showed a picture of the ocean, like the inside, and I literally had a panic attack. I was like, oh, this is real. But I did go back to the beach a year. It was a year after that whole moment, and I went to Fort Myers, and but the be- the water was clear and stuff. But I didn't go in for a long time. And I was with my boyfriend, so he was, like, carrying me the entire time so I didn't have to touch the floor. But I would go in for, like, five minutes and be like, no, and then leave. No, that's all. Like, me and, like, I, I don't think I'll ever go on, like, a, a, a boat and go to, like, the middle of the ocean and jump off. Could not be me. I'll stay, in the, I'll stay on the boat. <laughs> you will not see me off the boat. No, no, ma'am. Experiences. <laughs> we love How do you that? react with, like, haunted houses and stuff? Oh. That's- oh, my God. That's a funny story, too. <laughs> Wait, didn't did we go in a haunted house with you in we did. Halloween Hornets? No, not Halloween Hornets. Halloween um, at our school, yeah. Halloween Happenings. No, did we? No, it was with Kuzan. I think we went Brandon. with Kuzan and Brandon. It was yeah. with Brandon. <laughs> That's who I Brandon. remember. Okay, so <laughs> back to freshman year, and I'm like, oh, I'm so quirky, whatever, you know. And my friend, he's like, he goes to another school, and he has these guy friends, and I was like, ha ha, maybe maybe I can, you know this up hit me up stuff like that and I went with my other friends okay and I wanted to look nice so I didn't take my glasses big mistake first mistake of the night horrible mistake of the night so we went to I don't know what it's called uh not the one in Universal the one they do here like at the mall House oh of the Horrors. um I heard it. The international mall. is it House of Horrors House, House of Horrors, Horrors. Yeah, yes okay. it's House of Horrors so we're waiting in line I can't see anything and our friends like my guy friends they're inside and I'm with my other friends and we're chilling we're vibing it's fun no no it's not we go in this 
<laughs> okay, we go in, and you know how, like, their job is to, like, go to you and scare you, and if you, like, run, they chase you? Yeah, remember, I don't have my glasses, and I'm also, like, I can't see a lot. Like, everything's, like, and because everything's dark, I, it's horrible. My friends know I'm, I, my, I have, a, like, a really big fear of, like, anything, so that was just not my vibe. Like, I don't know why I went. I don't know who told me to say yes. I just wanted to be cool and hang out with my friends and not be like, oh, I'm scared. Uh, but anyway, so I went, we went in, not to the haunted house, like we're walking around and this clown lady person, she comes in and she goes like to me, to me, specifically to me. Why? Out of like the seven people? Me. So she comes to me and she's like, but she's from my, from the back and she like, was, and she like screams and I run away. I run in fear. I am terrified. She chases me. My dad's recording the whole thing. He's like, ha this is so funny. I'm like, no, it's not, sir. And I'm like, oh, I'm like inside. I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then she comes next to us to take a picture. And I'm like, thanks, girl. Leave then. We're walking and we meet up with our friends and we're going to get on a ride. And walking to them, my friend comes behind me and yells boo. I fell to the floor. I started shaking. And <laughs> it was just my friend. And everyone's looking at me and I'm like, Oh my god, how you're that's so funny. Great joke. Then they're like, let's go to the haunted house. No, we get there, and at the end of the haunted house, a chainsaw man chases you. I saw the chainsaw man. I literally sat on the ground and started crying and had I started shaking. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm sorry, guys. Like, this is so scary. And because my friend told me that like a specific time of night, sometimes they turn off all the lights and they like come. And I was like, I literally froze in fear. And my friends went in line to the haunted house. I stayed back and one of my other friends stayed with me because she knew I was not, I was not, I was not going through. Like, it was horrible. I was like crying. I was shaking. It was horrible. It was such a bad experience. And that's why everyone, they're always like, oh, like with my dad or my boyfriend, they're like, oh, let's go to Universal. I'm like, you're hilarious. Like, you're so funny. Absolutely not. I'll go to Mickey's Halloween night thing in Disney. Like, I will not go to Universal. So yeah, as you can tell, all three of these stories are very different fears. <laughs> One is like, like um, real life car stuff that can happen to anybody. The other one's just a phobia. And the other one is just me uh, being a clown and being scared of everything. But I'm telling you, if you were there and you saw me, like on the ground shaking after my friend screamed boo you would have been like you would have peed your pants it's it was really funny now that like, i can laugh back at it but at that moment mm -mm. and remember i don't have my glasses so i can't see anything <laughs> i've been wow having your glasses and just oh after that i literally never i've never left the house with my glasses like if we're going somewhere no. <laughs> like, I kind of need my eyesight for a sec. Like, it's because my, I just got glasses. So it wasn't bad. Ugh. Mm. And I tried being okay. cute. But then I see back the photos. I was, I dressed ugly. My hair was a mess. I really thought. Mm. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to House of Horrors, don't, like the one in International. Don't go. If I've never been I've to only, the only haunted house. The only haunted house I've been to is the one at our school. So I've never been in a haunted house. I re I've never been. I can't do it. I went, you know, at the fair, they have those like scary rides. So you're like on a little cart. Um, I oh, yeah. With me once. And I don't remember how old I was, but I was sitting on it. And I was like this on his lap the entire time. After conducting those interviews, I decided to ask Sophie what was her scariest experience. Well, I think for me, 
it was one time when I was at my grandma's house. We were going to visit her, whatever. We got off the car and my brother, my brother is five years old. If you remember the last episode, we had an interview with him. The thing is, he's very tall and we were visiting my grandma's house. We both got off the car and my grandma decides to pick up my brother and she's going up the steps to her house because there there's like two steps that lead up to her house. And then she goes to open the door and I'm standing behind her. Everybody had already gone inside. My dad was inside. My, my mom was inside. My aunt, my uncle. I was outside with my grandma and my brother. We were the last ones to go inside because we coincidentally took the longest. My grandma tripped over the last step going into the door. My brother went flying. He flew into the house and my grandma, she hit the door so hard that she closed it and she hit her head on the knob of the door and she cut, I think it was two inches of her forehead and she was on the floor. She wasn't even screaming or anything. She was just laying on the floor in shock practice. I remember me being the only one out there with her and it was so scary and then I it took me a second to register what had just happened my heart was racing so fast she was blocking the door so it's not like anybody could come outside so I had to get her and I had to like carry her over to the side as much as I could and I had to move her over to the side I carried the top half of her body and pushed her up against the wall so just so she wasn't blocking the door and people could get through and when, I know it sounds horrible, but when I picked her up, I saw that she was covered in blood and I got so scared that I kind of like fell back and I dropped her a little bit. And by that time she was already against the wall and my parents were able to come out through the back entrance and they were able to carry her. And I just remembered standing there in shock after I had just picked her up and I was so scared. I remember walking inside and I couldn't speak because of the shock of what had just happened. And then I couldn't go into the kitchen either because that's where they were cleaning her up. That's where they were getting rid of all the blood. She still has stitches on her face. She has like bruises all over. She had a black eye and it was crazy just to see my grandma like that. And yeah, that was one of my scariest experiences. So Isa, what was your scariest experience? It would probably be the time I first went into surgery. I had to get my tonsils removed and it was really scary because I believe I was in, I was in the first grade. I had no clue what was going on. My mom woke me up really early and I was like, isn't it too early to get up for school? Like what's going on? They didn't tell me I was having a surgery because looking back on it now, good thing they didn't tell me because I would have freaked out if I knew like this at this date I'm having a surgery. I would not have been able to handle that. I get really anxious when it comes to stuff that has to do with my health. I get really nervous when it comes to like doctors and stuff like that in the sense of surgery. So I had no idea it was happening. I was still in my PJs and I was like, why are we in the car? What's going on? And then I remember just like getting in the hospital and I was like, why am I here? What's going on? Then when it finally like registered, I was like, I don't want this to happen. What 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 did I do wrong? I thought I did something wrong, but it was just my tonsils being annoying. <laughs> I would crazy. have strep throat every month. Every it was month? bad. Every month, yeah. Every month. It was really bad. But yeah, that's the scariest moment of my life, going into surgery when I was like eight years old. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Tea Time. Remember to subscribe to the Ignorance Podcast. I'm Sophie. And I'm Isa. Signing off. See you later.